0: Hello and welcome to Bukovari, where East meets West, and we learn through Buddhism and psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now for your host, Dr. Tyler Woods and Sharon Francis. Hi, this is Tyler Woods. And this is Sharon Francis. And welcome to our station, Bukovari. Today, Sharon, we talked quite a bit about what we wanted to cover.
1: Yeah, we did. And one thing that I'm really interested in these days is meditation especially the way that it affects our brain. And what I think I'm gonna like about this
0: is you're an RN and I'm a PhD and I've, I work in psychology, you're, you work in medicine basically. And um, so we're gonna pick it apart and we're gonna take a psychological look and a medical look at how meditation can help you feel better uh, both in the mind, the body and the spirit. I wanted to say that during a recent dialogue uh, between the Western scientists and Buddhist scholars and practitioners, um, they were talking about the benefits, and a scientist asked the Dalai Lama what he believed is the minimum amount of time a person should spend meditating to gain benefits. Now without hesitating, he just in a most sincere voice said, a lifetime and basically the implication here is that every moment of your life becomes an opportunity for changing your views and
1: facilitating an opportunity to meditate. Absolutely Tyler. Um, One thing I was thinking about when I was getting ready today is that once you start a practice of meditation how important it is to maintain that practice for a lifetime so that our brain doesn't revert back to its old habits and old ways. And I have to
0: tell you that you know for me um, you know, I had some events happen this summer that uh, made me really look at how can I uh, use meditation to feel better about who I was and what I was going through. And um, and I did a lot of researching, and Sharon and I, we've been going to Buddhist temple together and everything. And, you know, Sharon, um, something I want to talk about real quick is... You know, meditation is commonly used to treat mental health disorders, um, addiction and everyday stress, as well as heal physical ailments, as you know. But meditation is mind without agitation.
1: Wow, I love that because one of the things I wanted to talk about today is how meditation affects what we call the me center. And that's that part of our brain that processes information related to ourself and can also misinterpret feelings that we're having. Even tactile feelings like an itch or something like that when run through the me center, if the me center of our brain is agitated, then that can cause a lot of anxiety. And one thing that meditation does, it actually calms down that part of our brain.
0: Yeah, I call it uh, becoming less reactive through meditation
1: absolutely
0: you know and meditation actually as you said it changes your brain and with that it will change the way your body responds to stress which works wonders actually on depression anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder even the military and this is great news the military is actually using meditation to treat PTSD more humanely and as you know stress can um, cause agitation and uh, something most of us deal on some level is um, trying to de-stress the best we can.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, from a scientific perspective, another thing that meditation does for the brain is it changes the amygdala, the part of the brain that's responsible for that fear that we have, that fight or flight response, that is so distressing to people that deal with PTSD. Um, It'll actually um, help break the connection between the two brain regions that are responsible for that fight or flight reaction, and also decrease the stress hormone cortisol, Mm -hmm. which is responsible for so many negative effects within our, our brain and our body in general. Yeah,
0: and I would think that it would, um, you know, decrease stress and anxiety and irritability and heighten um, creativity. Now, you are talking about the hormones and, and, and how um, meditation can help with that. And I think one of the reason it works is um, the brain um, works with um, inflammatory chemicals, and these are released to respond to stress and that can affect mood leading to depression and anxiety. And like a review of several studies of uh, meditation say that it can actually decrease
1: the hormones that secrete out of the brain that causes that stress. Um, It affects the lateral prefrontal cortex which modulates our emotional responses. And those originate from the fear center and other parts of the brain, um, also decreasing those responses in the medial prefrontal frontal cortex or the me center. You know, I don't want to go into a bunch of technicality around this, but the bottom line is it works. And recent studies have also shown that people who have meditated for years, like 20 years, have... A really significant increase in the volume of gray matter in their brain.
0: Well, I'm going to go meditate right now so I can get my. I know. Head. No, but I find that I find that uh, study to be fascinating. That without medication, without medical intervention, that meditation can do what science and and uh, modern medicine. Is trying to do in a more harmful
1: way. I always say, meditate, not medicate. Exactly. And, you know, some people definitely respond well to medication, and that may be a, a tool in their toolbox, but I think they could definitely benefit from adding meditation too. Um, this recent UC, UCLA study that was on long term meditators also said they expected really small and distinct effects. Um, located in specific regions of the brain that had been associated with meditation when they did this study. But instead, what they actually observed was a widespread effect of meditation that encompassed regions throughout the entire brain. And that really excites me more than I can tell you. I mean, the increase in gray matter alone could decrease, you know, the probability of Alzheimer's disease and, and dementia and things like that. So there are more and more things about this study that are exciting to me as we go along. Well, I think what's fascinating,
0: Sharon, is that um, we're actually spending more time on studying meditation and, me and the effects that it can have profoundly on Physical and emotional health. You know, in Canada and places like that, schools treat ADHD with meditation. Um, and I think, as as therapists and counselors and psychologists are concerned, um, they know that we tend to carry around our emotional baggage with us in our energy fields, and and this weighs us down. A simple meditation can help you release these painful emotional burdens, and it can actually literally transform your life.
1: Not even to mention the um, effects that the relaxation response has that you obtain from from meditating such as decreasing your blood pressure, mm-hmm. improving your breathing which mm-hmm. we could all you know definitely need that um, it actually decreases the metabolism and when you decrease your metabolism you live longer. Well, and it helps your heart
0: rate. I remember last year when I was in the hospital and I had had a heart attack. And I was in the hospital just panicked, like, what was I doing? And I laid there and I closed my eyes and I uh, found a place to fixate my stare at and I meditated and my heart rate drastically decreased and I became calm to the point that one of the nurses came in and asked if I was okay.
1: Wow, that is really impressive, and I have noticed a real change in my own life since I've been meditating, uh, especially around regulating emotional responses to different things that trigger my trauma history, and that's another reason why I think it's going to be proving so helpful in treating trauma in the future as we move forward. Um, Just any ways to release those feelings of anxiety and the guilt and shame and and feelings like that that surround these kinds of issues so it's just really great and we'll probably have to do a
0: part two on this meditation series because we do try to keep this to 10 to 15 minutes but meditation everybody thinks it's complicated and you sit with your legs crossed and you Oh, but meditation is just sitting comfortably and focusing on your breathing and then bringing your mind's attention to the present without drifting into the concerns about the past. I mean, basically, it invites you to not rehearse all the tragedies in your life and stop unproductive worries. It helps you stay focused
1: on the now. You know, our thoughts and our feelings come and go every day, minutes of a day, every hour of the day, like waves on an ocean. And we need to acknowledge the bad ones and let them go and grasp onto the ones that, that bring us peace and happiness. And, and something that you guys um,
0: ask us a lot, and we can, um, you can go to the webpage page, boocovery.com, and look at how to get a hold of us if you have questions or a topic you want us to talk about. But YouTube uh, has a great deal of meditations that can get you started, and there are now phone apps that have timers and everything I, I looked at them uh, this morning before we did the show and I'm very impressed with the
1: phone apps that are designed to help people learn how to meditate absolutely there are all kinds of different ways and different types of meditation and I think actually we could cover those in a in another blog and do a whole series on different types of meditation yeah
0: I think we can't
1: how, and the benefits of the different types. How about this? How about we
0: take them through a real quick meditation? Sounds good to me, Tyler. Okay. Uh, just a, this, like a seven part walkthrough. And it's first of all, it's important to sit quietly, comfortable clothes, or you can lie down. Uh, pick a, a, a word or a picture to focus on. Normally, I, focus, I like to focus on a candle flickering in my mind um, and pretend that I'm that flame. Uh, relax your muscles and feel tension literally leaving your body. And here's the most important part, breathing. Breathe slowly and natural and as you do become aware of the movement of your breath as it comes into your body and it leaves your body. As you allow your body to become still bring your attention always to the fact that you are breathing. The next thing to remember is try to have a passive attitude. Don't worry if other thoughts come to your mind, because this is a practice and it takes time. Simply say to yourself, that's okay, and then quietly and gently just return back to your focus. Continue just breathing and looking at the imaginary candle in your mind and breathing, and do that for 10 or 12 minutes. Um, At first, though, it might be good if you could have a timer, an egg timer, So you don't keep looking at the clock and just put it at five minutes. And all you have to do is close your eyes, let everything leave your mind, and just breathe. And do that till the timer goes off.
1: And you may notice some space between your otherwise busy thoughts. And that's the real nature of your mind. That's the state of mind that you want to be in all the time. And if you practice and continue to meditate, you'll be able to find that peace of mind and be in that state of mind All the time.
0: Well, let's let our audience go for now. Remember, bookcovery.com, and you can see some of the stuff that we're doing there. You can catch us on YouTube as well. We're now on YouTube with Bookcovery, and um, eventually I think we're going to be on Facebook, Bookcovery. So check us out, and if you have questions or you want us to hit a certain topic, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Sharon Francis. Don't forget to breathe. And I'm Tyler Wood saying walk in peace.